Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Welcome to Weekly Buddy Time. <laughs> very excited today, Devin. I Why am is very. Well, because we have guests. We have Yay! guests. Yay! Uh, so it's, you know, your regular hosts, mm-hmm. Stacy and Devin. Devin and mm-hmm. Stacy. But also, mm-hmm. we have friends of the show. Well, friend of the show, Lisa. And hi, hi Lisa. And podcast daddy, James. <laughs> oh, <laughs> producer. Right. Producer, James. Uh, yeah, if you, if you could just stick with podcast daddy, I, I didn't know I did okay. that in my life, but now I do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've been holding on that for like, you know, last two hours just for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Good, Great. good. Good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. What's, what's everybody drinking? Well, I can tell you that the hackers are both drinking old fashions. Oh, um, both of you, both of you. Yep, yep. We went out to dinner tonight to Pasero since this is probably the last time that we'll get to eat there. Oh, uh, yeah. So we <laughs> so got uh, some old fashions at dinner and decided to come home and continue the drinking. So uh, his has um, maple syrup with. It's it's uh, infused with cinnamon and vanilla. Nice. And mine has um, Luxardo cherry juice in it. Ooh, so, that sounds really yeah, good. So they're old fashions, but they're slightly fancy. Um, <laughs> yeah, we fancy around here. You fancy. Well, I feel like an old fashioned is like is fancy, like just by itself. It it is the definition of fancy, isn't it? I mean, old fashioned is <laughs> kind of a fancy drink, isn't it? I yeah, feel I mean, like it's, it's a little it's distinguished. Like a, it's yeah. a fancy standard, like. Right. You yeah. Know, it's something that you can order everywhere that in my opinion you can like gauge a a bar a a, a barkeep's ability by asking for an old fashioned. Oh. Like if, they, if they make it well then you know that they're a good bartender. Right. Hmm. That but makes it's still, sense. You're right. It's still it, you know, it's an upscale kind of fancy drink. Mhm. Mhm. I always feel very I think Stacy used to distinguished. Like I feel like that's Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, Lisa, what are you drinking? Um, I'm just drinking soda. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. That's okay. That's okay. We're alcohol influencers, but not alcohol pushers. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. I was like, oh, I need to get in there. And so I didn't stop by the fridge. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, also the night is young. So, you know, you might, uh, true. You might change your mind at some point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I have if you a... could be drinking something, what would you, what oh, would you yeah. like to be drinking? What's your um, favorite? I would probably drink one of the um, peach ciders. Mm. Oh, yeah. I can't I remember like what cider. they're called, but I know they're peach. They're, it's like apple something, but it's not apple. It's it's peach flavored. Nice. It's an apple, apple branded peach yes. <laughs> cider. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I, I, you brought those, I think, um, I, when we I watched. Did. Yeah. So um, I remember seeing them in the fridge, but I don't remember what they were called. But I did not realize they were peach. I thought they were apple ciders. Yeah. So. It's hard to tell with cider sometimes. It's true. Yeah. Very confusing. But apparently I like peach a lot because I don't normally like ciders. 
Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's probably not as dry because peach is kind of a softer fruit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, because apple can get really good. (laughs) (laughs) A little too good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm a, as usual, as per usual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep, motor box bullshit. You know what? It's it's good. It's efficient. You know, why not? It's like I now have a I I have a very unhealthy uh, routine where I just grab like I come in to to record my podcast and I just grab a glass and the entire box and just bring it in (laughs) and then that is you know there we go set for the night set for the night I can have as many refills as I want Mm -hmm. (laughs) adult juice box. It's right. It's exactly That's what right. it is. I'm just going to put a straw in the top of it and be set to jet. <laughs> yes. They should have one that's just called, the brand should be Capri. Like, maybe not Capri Sun, because that'd be infringement. <laughs> but it could be, like, Capri, and it would just be the adult. Capri, Capri wine. Sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, I just need my Capri wine. I feel like they might get in trouble, like the like the way that the camel character got in trouble for... <laughs> Pushing cigarettes to young kids. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> You're just trying yeah. to teach young kids how to drink. <laughs> well, There's yeah. There's restaurants in our neighborhood that sells adult Capri Suns. Yeah. Oh, really? They may even call them that. Nice. Yeah, they're in pouches. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do want that in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I uh, pulled into Sonic this morning, late this morning, for like an early lunch. And I noticed that they had like, um, oh, what do they call it? Uncorked uh, slushies. And they were like sangria flavored and everything. And I was just like, <gasps> I know for a fact that these things don't have no alcohol in them. And this is just mean. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a frosty sangria. No, I can't. There's no alcohol no. on that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Let me just pull out my wine right here and add it. <laughs> Yeah, make it. Yeah, that's true. I just take it home. I just get it and take it home. Yeah, Um, exactly. Bring a flask. Hey, Devin. Yeah. Hey, Devin. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've got an article right here from Hype Beast that says Sonic is launching alcohol inspired by its signature slushies. So is it? I mean, this is verging very close on a Munch Squad segment at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I think you you might be. You might be onto something. It looks like they're they're selling hard seltzer. Uh, Sonic drinks now. So wait, no, there really is alcohol? Like I could get alcohol? I think maybe that's At the, the case. Sonic? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> if I had known that, my whole day would have been different. <laughs> Sonic alcohol. Well, hang on. It says alcohol-inspired slushes. So maybe oh. Yeah, that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was, because I was just like, I don't think, there's no way you that you all have been tip certified. They can't ID me. I know how this works. Yeah, Devin's all, getting all official with it. Call them uncorked slushes, but I guess they're just alcohol inspired. That's that's just that's just wrong. Exactly. That was what I was saying. Oh well, I just have to start, you know, going to work with a flask of vodka and be like, oh, what? <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about me. I'm just going to lunch. I am excited to try it, though. They have a red berry uh, sangria, a strawberry frosé, which is rosé, and peach bellini. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they looked good, but, you know, again, (laughs) non-alcoholic. Right. I I need alcohol in this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, thank you, but also alcohol. Yes, yes. Anyway, 
Um, so the reason why we have you on here tonight is so we can talk about wrestling. Uh, and Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically, we were going to talk about AEW or All Elite Wrestling. Um, so I guess first, and I guess specifically, we we're going to talk about the pay-per-view that we just watched. Um, so Which it goes all out. All out. Yes. 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 So it'll, it'll be like a broad and then it'll narrow down to a very specific point. It's going to be great. Okay, <laughs> okay. This is the, the trajectory of this podcast. <laughs> um, but I was curious to know, because I don't think I do know everyone's history with wrestling. I just know you all know more than I do. And that's like, as far as... <laughs> As far as I know, so I was I was interested to know, like, what's your uh, what's your history? When did you start watching it? What did you watch? I'll go. I guess I'll go first. Yes, and then uh, we can go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, so I actually did not really watch wrestling. I think I was just slightly too young at the time. Well, I guess not, because I guess a lot of kids watch it. But my parents weren't really into it. But my sister okay. got into it when it was The Rock. And um, oh, around that time, right? Okay. So she, my sister liked it for a while. So I would just kind of be in the room and it would be on a little. So like I knew who The Rock was, but, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, I knew who they were, but that was right. it. Like, I don't even think I ever watched a match. Um, however, uh, fast forward to like probably five years ago maybe a little more and um or maybe just at the beginning of our marriage so maybe 13 years ago or so somewhere Um, between five and 13 years yeah somewhere (laughs) somewhere in between there um for some weird reason and i don't even remember what sparked it and maybe you remember james but james gets this wild hair that he wants to start watching wrestling again and i was like yeah whatever okay so he like every night it was like i was in class like I got, I got schooled on all wrestlers and their history and their backstory. And we would watch, I would say probably five hours a week of wrestling between, oh, wow. and this was WWE, but between Raw and SmackDown and there was NXT. And mm-hmm. I think they had even another one on for a little while called like All Stars or something. And then we were also subscribed to the WWE Network, and we would watch documentaries and the little sideshows, like the one where they put a bunch of Hall of Fame people in a house together. Um, <laughs> Was we that were, called The Real World? No, sorry. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got really just like thrown into the world of wrestling uh, several a few years ago with, by James. So although I do know some things, it's definitely just a by way of like basically class <laughs> okay um yeah but uh yeah so that's about it okay gotcha. i guess me. i'll go next um okay there has never been a time in my life where i have not been aware of wrestling um when i was a kid my aunt was one of those people that would just watch it all the time you you don't you <laughs> nancy is a, it nancy what <laughs> was it nancy fern Fern. Oh, Fern? Yeah. Watch wrestling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. That surprises um, me. They're in the South. There's, uh, I've heard them referred to as hat pin ladies. There's, there's, there were ladies that would get very uh, invested in wrestling. And they would always, you know, cheer the good guys and boo the bad guys. And they, they were called the hat pin ladies because they were notorious for 
sticking uh, as the as the bad guys would come down the ring. They would or come down the. Uh, <gasps> it's no, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my god! I mean, the <laughs> the uh, that's the funny. Sixties to eighties were apparently a crazy time. <laughs> wow, uh, my aunt was one of those ladies. My dad was a huge wrestling fan too. He would always uh, he would do Mongolian stomper moves on me when I was a child. <laughs> no, good, great. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, it was um, it was uh, it was it was quite the experience. Uh, quite the experience. Yeah. So we used to watch, um, you know, basically whatever was on. Um, there was a, a promotion in Knoxville called Smoky Mountain Wrestling mm-hmm. that uh, was a was big during my formative years. Um, you know, we used to watch a lot of WWF and WCW, um, NWA was a big thing. Um, yeah, I mean, basically from pretty much birth to, uh, late high school, I watched wrestling anytime it was on forever. Wow. I took some time off and then, you know, as you heard, uh, I got (laughs) back into it, you know, once Stacy and I got together, I, I think the reason that I got back into it was because I was a big Undertaker fan when I was a kid. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, what's, what's that dude doing nowadays? And then I started looking him up, and that was during the uh, infamous Undertaker WrestleMania streak where he, you know, went like 20 21. or something. Well, yeah, at that time, he went 20, oh, 19 or 20 wins in a row. Wow. Um, uh, at WrestleMania. And that was fascinating to me. So that's what got me back into it, and I decided, oh, let's let's, you know, let's kind of dip back in and then I just got all back in for a few years and then took recently took a a couple year break when WWE just got just ridiculous yeah Uh, and now we'll get to this later but I I think I may be back in (gasps) yay Uh, I'm a I'm a lapsed relapsed lapsed possibly relapsed (laughs) wrestling So you're a wrestling Catholic. I see. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The funny thing about that aunt that he's talking about, she is like the most sweetest, most innocent little old church lady that you've ever met. And I just can't even imagine her being like, yes, you know, so-and-so beat up this other guy. Like, I just can't even... I can't even imagine. So that's just super cute. Well, I mean, it's it's the traditional Southern upbringing, you know, like... um, I never even obviously you you figure it out pretty quick, but I never even knew that wrestling was fake until like high school. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you understand that it's not real, but I mean that was even a question uh, at right. the time, which is yeah, that's true. You know, they uh, kept it legit for a long time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know that part, but yes. <laughs> um, um, so, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say Lisa. Okay, so I also grew up watching wrestling. Um, my um, my cousin is like six years older, and so he would always watch it. And so I was into like the Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth stuff when. Um, so I had to have been like four or five. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I got really into it when I was little like that um and then didn't really didn't really um keep up with it and then I was in high school and I saw that there was a show called WWE Smackdown and I was like (laughs) 
okay, I have to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) They're smacking people down. Yeah. And so I started watching it again. And then uh, my mom also um, would watch it with me. And then we started, like, going to shows if they came here. Um, And, like, if we were on vacation and they were going to be near us, we would drive and see them. Um, And then um, I got, again, like, I fell out of it after a while um, and then came back Um, probably five or six years ago, I guess. Um, And then, um, yeah, and then we're here. I, I was almost always WWF, WWE. I didn't know mm-hmm. a lot of the local ones. I knew that WCW existed, but it was never like something that I knew even where to find on TV. Gotcha. Well, all of you are, are much more um, <laughs> educated uh, and experienced than me. So um, I never, I never watched wrestling. I, I knew that wrestling was a thing because, you know, I was a person who was alive in the world. Um, but I, I remember very clearly when, um, when I believe it was Sting first, like did his, his like crow makeup thing, like his, his put on the whole goth gear, um, as part of his thing because I was like so aggravated because I was a goth and I was like, why is, why are, why are wrestlers being goth? You know, because I was <laughs> a hipster like that. Why is surfer dude dressing up like <laughs> Right, exactly. I was very <laughs> distressed. He was a surfer dude? <laughs> yeah, Sting was a surfer dude before he was uh Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, wait a minute. And I was like really upset. Then um, that was pretty much my only experience with wrestling um and then you know i know that you all had started watching got gotten back into like your five to 13 year ago relapse whenever this was because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i feel like it was about the same time because uh, i know you guys came over and watched some over at our place and yes. oh right yeah yeah that yeah. was about uh, six years ago because that was when I had my pen or my uh, gallbladder out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was all. Oh my gosh, that seems so crazy. Yeah. But anyway, but also um, our friend L was very still is, but was very into wrestling and had a wrestling podcast and went to all these wrestling shows and was trying very hard to get me into wrestling. And I was just like, eh, I don't think so. Eh, I don't think so. Eh. But then AEW happened. And I was like, you've got to give this a chance because I think you're going to love it (laughs) because it is, it is your thing. Just trust me. And I was like, okay, fine. And so then, um, I watched the first, um, pay-per-view, um, which now I can't remember the name of it. I think that (laughs) one was all in. I think it was all in. Um, and Lisa, I think you were there, weren't you? Yes. When we did, when we watched that. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I was very excited. Yes. Yes. And, um, and I was, I just fell in love. I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And I will watch this religiously now. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only been, uh, watching wrestling for about, I guess about two years now. And it's, it's predominantly just been AEW or AEW adjacent stuff. So, 
that's my history. <laughs> Which I guess leads so did us... Did you ever watch a WWE pay-per-view before that? Or were you just always like, no, no thanks. And then you did watch an AEW pay-per-view. Um, I had never watched any type of pay-per-view. And then okay. AEW did its first pay-per-view. And I watched that. Okay. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. I watched the one that you guys watched at my house. And I was like, eh. Like, okay. I, was, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't, like, compelled by the stories. Um, yeah. Necessarily. Because I was, like, thrown into the middle of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At first, if you have not seen it, it's very, I don't want to say alienating, but it's very odd it has its right. own language and its own mm-hmm. like, and so it, it's hard to just start up <laughs> right and i think part of the reason why i why AEW kind of grabbed me when it did was because it was like start it was the whole thing was starting the story i mean all these wrestlers had their individual stories before coming to AEW, but it was like this is the new chapter and that whole um pay-per-view was like setting up the company and the characters and it was like I, I was like I started in at the beginning of the book which I think really yeah. helped me <laughs> because I yeah, wasn't like now what is this at, at this point there's there's storylines that have literally gone on for 30 years right exactly and so it was easier to like start fresh and be like okay I get this I get this this guy's obviously this you know so um Anyway, but I thought we could talk a little bit about AEW because that's obviously why we're here. Um, and uh, my thought, because I know obviously that was how I came into wrestling. Um, and that was why I like it and why I'm here. But Lisa, so you said you were really excited about it. So what about AEW did you find really exciting on that first time that we watched it? Like, what were you super excited about? I- <clears throat> I I wanted something different than WWE. Like I was kind of burnt out on WWE and mm-hmm. then I knew the people who were starting it. Like right. I had you know, I didn't know um like I hadn't seen a lot of Kenny Omega and the um Young Bucks, but like Cody Rhodes, I you know, I watched him when he was Stardust, so Right. <laughs> So, so I knew the people and I was like, okay, they're, I mean, they're good. I'll, you know, I was excited. I, I, I knew enough about them to be excited. Right. Right. Now that makes sense. Yeah. And I know James and Stacey, you kind of came to it because we were like, you need to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys keep talking it up and, uh. They've definitely got more people, more names now mm-hmm. uh, that that kind of, I was like, okay, let me see, you know, like I like some of these people. I mean, I liked Cody Rhodes before, right. but um, in general, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, let me, let me try, let me, let me try this out. Uh, at least that's what it was for me. Right. We did order all in their first pay-per-view when it, when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the same reason that, that Lisa cited, it's just that. You know, sometimes WWE gets grading um, because it's right. just so constant and, you know, um, <laughs> uh, just, I don't know. It's just the same stuff all, all, all the time. So we well, did watch All, um, all In. Um, I don't think Stacy and I were 
I'm going to, uh, I don't think we were all in yeah i don't even remember watching that one so i guess there's that <laughs> it must not have been very yeah. impre- impressionable it was right. kind of unmemorable and you know you could tell that there wasn't a ton of chemistry between the performers at that point uh and they were still getting mm-hmm. things figured out so i think that's why we we weren't you know um immediately sucked in uh at that point gotcha Yeah, I think it's good that they've had time to kind of grow into who they are for us to come in. Because, at least for me, because I've only known WWE, I've always known this more polished wrestling. And so... Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, watching the beginnings was kind of like, eh, I mean, it's okay, but, you know... Yeah, it just wasn't quite as put together. Um, and then I think to everyone's point about just kind of being tired of WWE, like to me, they were just such any time that there's just a single powerhouse in an industry, I think that it gets boring. Um, yeah, sale. Um, and <laughs> I feel like that's what happened with WWE is that there was no one around to even challenge them. And then also just through various stories, it sounds like, um, Vince McMahon is a total douche canoe, and so a lot of <laughs> the stuff that he has people do, or <laughs> some of the storylines, it was just like this isn't like no, like this as a company is doesn't seem like a good company. Right, so I don't want to support this company anymore. Uh, that was kind of why I got away from it a little bit. Right, and I guess that was kind of what drew me into AEW because whenever Elle was like trying to sell me on it, it was just like, look at how diverse they are and how inclusive and how you know, LGBTQ friendly they are. And they have, a you know, this trans woman who's going to be, you know, one of their headliners. And they've got um, Sunny Kiss, who's very obviously queer and like all this stuff. And I was like, okay, no, all right. I'm, 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 I'm down. I'm down. And then, um, and then like immediately, I don't remember if it was the first one or if it was like the second one, but there was like this huge thing where they were like donating all of this money to, um, to like an autistic um, society like locally in the area and like they had specifically in the arena or where they were show where they were doing the show they had like um, like soft listening space like people could go in and put on like you know so it was like for sensory overloaded individuals could go and still enjoy the show and I was like this is so cool oh my god you know because stuff like that appeals to me (laughs) Yeah. Also, it was incredibly interesting because at the end of our, we're at the end of when we were watching WWE, was at the time that um, Dusty Rhodes had died and Cody Rhodes was going through his kind of like mental breakdown. Right. And there was yeah. the there was the division between Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, right? The other right, one, yeah. brothers, Dustin. Yeah. Right. So there was like this whole. Uh, riff between them and then Cody was still wrestling but he was obviously like unhappy and then he like leaves and he like just kind of goes through this breakdown and then all of a sudden he comes up and forms AEW and it to me that's just really interesting yes. to watch that transition and then you know that there's like meaning behind it or feeling right. or purpose um, behind it because he left for a reason and I think that's exactly why CM Punk is here because i think he left wwe for the same reasons just all the crap that was happening and now he's he believes in aew so he's willing to come and support them 
Right, right. Um, and I know that that was part of the draw, or at least I think that was part of the draw to for you and, and James yeah. to come back. So I'm That's interested true. to know because literally I knew, again, know nothing about wrestling. So I knew nothing about CM Punk before like we were at the cabin and you guys were like, oh my God, it's CM Punk. And I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? We're watching AEW. Okay, this is cool. Because uh, I really had no idea. Um, so I'm interested to know like what, like, why was that a draw for you? For for me, I hadn't seen him a whole bunch, because I think he left shortly after we... I mean, maybe a little bit after I started watching, but um, he was just known. Like, James has always bragged about how good of a wrestler, and but also how good he is on the mic. Right. And so, to me, it was just like, oh, man, here's this guy that I missed out on getting to watch wrestle, so I'm excited to see him wrestle now. Right, right. Yeah, you'll you'll probably hear this a lot tonight between me and <laughs> Stacy, but we both of us really love any any wrestler that also has the gift of gab. Yes, it's going to be our favorites. Yes. Um, so I I had followed when I was catching myself up to wrestling. Uh, I, I had followed CM Punk's career and uh, watched some of his promos and looked uh, watched a lot of his matches in Ring of Honor and that kind of thing. Um, and then we we actually started watching WWE right when the famous there's a famous promo that he did that everybody calls the, the pipe bomb uh, where he comes out on stage and just kind of sits down and uh, does a really great promo. Um, we had started watching wrestling exactly when that started happening. Oh man! Exactly like that was one of the first episodes that we had watched back on when we got back on the train. Uh, so I was a CM Punk just huge fan at, at that time. Um, and then, you know, obviously he left and had a, not a great MMA career. Um, <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did follow him through that. Um, but then uh, that's what got us back in interested in AEW again. Right. Yeah. And I, and Stacey, you talking about him being someone who was like disillusioned with WWE and all that. And that like Mm -hmm. following the same sort of trajectory as, as Cody and the story he was telling. I like, cause I obviously, obviously I didn't know anything about WWE other than everybody apparently. And this company hated them. Um, (laughs) but like the way that those initial promos were cut with Cody and Dustin, like, the new and the old and all of that um, was, was I thought, very compelling. And then um, their fight in the first pay-per-view was the thing that, like, sold me. Because I was, like, so invested yes. <laughs> in, in that fight. And it was so, like, there was just so much passion and, and like sadness and anger and like resolve and it was just like oh my god this is the most beautiful story i've ever seen um (laughs) and so then i was like okay i'm here (laughs) yeah for a family that's grown up in the wrestling business i mean that's how i would assume that's how they like work through things you know (laughs) yes barbed wire matches to settle (laughs) that's right i'm just gonna beat you up to a bloody pulp and then we'll (laughs) hug (laughs) yes exactly so yeah that um so that was that makes sense as to being like the way that this has has all grown but i also like what you and i think that you're right and that they're 
the company has definitely grown and kind of found its footing over the last couple of years. And you definitely can see that um, in like the pay-per-view that we watched on Sunday, which I guess um, we could go ahead into if we would like, um, if we want to go ahead and get started with that. So I guess what'd you guys think of the pay-per-view from Sunday? Well, okay, so we just want to make this a thing where I just always go first, is that? <laughs> I, I don't, mean, I I'll can just... go first. It's totally fine. <laughs> okay, sure. You go okay. first. I just feel bad always going first, but there's always a pause, and I just jump in. <laughs> so. Well, I was trying really hard not to, like, squeal into the microphone, because I just <laughs> don't want that to be a thing. Yeah. It was so good. Like, I... I've thought about it, and I can't remember liking a pay-per-view start to finish like I liked this one. Mm-hmm. This was like there was good stories, there was great wrestling, you know, people showed up that you weren't really expecting. <laughs> it was really really awesome and to see people be happy. Mhm. Um yeah. Where they are and be and feel like fulfilled doing what they love makes me so happy. And so the like CM Punk and the rest of the people that showed up, like knowing how much like this is going to change them, made me very, very happy. It was a really like start to finish. Could not have asked for a better pay per view. Yay! I 100% agree. Um, yeah. You know, I I've seen uh, like I said, I've been basically watching pay per views my whole life, and I, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but this may be. It's definitely one of the best, and it may be the best um, that I've seen, uh, both in terms of, you know, caring about the outcomes of the matches, mm-hmm. uh, watching the, you know, even the production quality was incredible. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a, a quote-unquote bad match on the card, which is, is actually, um, we maybe get into this later, but um, something that I'm, you know, uh, what being an old school Southern wrestling fan, I don't care so much for like we call it. I call it flippy shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't care so much for flippy shit. I and, love the flippy shit. W- Whatever. I love the flippy shit. <laughs> yeah, when I objection. watched AEW in the in the past, there was a lot of flippy shit, and it wasn't my bag. But even the you know like the tag match um, where there was a you know a luchador tag team and yes. A, renowned flippy shit American tag team <laughs> that I typically don't care for. Even yeah. that match was amazing. Yeah. Um, so it was just hands all, all around for me. Nice. Yeah. So the funny thing was, let me just tell you how, let me just set the stage for how good okay. this was. Okay. Um, James and I had ordered some food and it had arrived. We, we, Timed it just in time. And we, so we were going to eat and then we were going to go make some drinks. And we had planned to drink through this, Uh. you know. And, but it was so good that we would not even step away from the TV long enough to go (laughs) grab a drink and come back. 
oh, well. we did not leave our seats until the Paul Wright and the QT Marshall, which I don't, I don't even like. I didn't even see that match. But <laughs> right, that was the bathroom. That was the bathroom yeah. break for everybody. <laughs> yes, it, it was, was only three minutes. Yeah, it was only apparently it was only three minutes and ten seconds long. It, it was, was that not fast. very long. <laughs> no, and um, so we did not leave our seats until that match, and that was the second from the last. Um, so wow. we didn't even end up drinking because we d- could not step away because it was too interesting. And um, so, yeah, absolutely. Like, this was, like, amazing. This is, yeah, I think this was one of the best ones I've ever watched or maybe the best one. Um, but the, and I agree with James's comments about the, now, I don't mind. Well, yeah, I probably don't really care for flippy matches either. I do like faster paced <laughs> matches, but I typically don't care for Lucha style wrestling. Oh, and okay. um, so when the tag team match came on between the Lucha brothers and the Young Bucks, I was like, oh, okay, you know, here comes this match, whatever. And it was amazing. It was yeah. probably my, it it might be like, well, okay, I'm going to say the second most intense match for me, um, and I'll get to why the other one was more intense. Maybe we can talk about that if we want to talk about our favorite matches, but um, it was probably the second most intense match for me just because of how many, like, close pins they had. Yes. And, of course, you know, they did get all bloody, which it's not, I don't think it's cool just because they were bloody, but I was just like, oh my gosh, like, he he got kicked in the head with his tack shoe, and now he's right? all bloody, and, uh, <laughs> you know, like, they almost ripped their mask off. I mean, there was just so right. many good parts in that match that, um, yeah, it was really amazing, and um, let's see, what else? And I also like that um, the CMP, I think where you were, one of, somebody said something about, you know, the, the wrestlers, um, caring and like enjoying what they're doing. And I think mm-hmm. Lisa just said that, um, the CM Punk and the Darby match, like they wrestle and they've had this story. And then at the end they're like, you know, like hugging or I don't know if they hugged, but they were like shaking hands and they're like, right. Like, it was like an honor to wrestle each other, you know, right. and they have this recognition at the end. And I thought that was really nice. Instead of just being like, yeah, kid, stay down, whatever. Right. Right. Know, exactly. Exactly. Instead of trying to be like that. So, yeah, I just thought it was crazy that we were like, yeah, we're going to make drinks tonight and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Couldn't even leave our seat. That is serious. That is a very glowing endorsement. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I do do have to say part of the reason that um, I like All Out that I didn't um, think about before, or All Out, AEW, that I didn't think about before they were talking about flippy shit is that I love flippy shit. <laughs> I uh, so okay, love okay. the flippy shit. That is my jam. <laughs> um, and so I get really, really excited about that. But um, a yes. lot of times in WWE, the people that got really popular, that they pushed really hard, were big guys who didn't really, they didn't, even if it wasn't flippy shit they didn't move well mm-hmm. um yeah they were just like hey i'm gonna come break your neck you know like right they, right they, me big strong men they were yeah they were just clunky and right it's fine but like there's not a lot of that in aew like you don't have to be like this huge person who you know can manhandle right yeah. you can just be like you could be Marco stunt. stunt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just... Is that the little boy that keeps coming out with um, Jungle Boy? Yes! Who He's is that child? Marco Stunt. 
Is Who's he over 18? <laughs> Who keeps letting him out in the ring? Listen, Lucha. He's my, Lucha he's my spirit. Has adopted him. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah, he's Jungle Boy's little brother, and he's my spirit animal is what it comes down to. <laughs> because I would never get into the ring and be able to do anything to anyone, but man, I would sure get up there with a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> he's 25. Holy crap. 25, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I think someone added 10 years. Yeah. So Probably. On TV. Like yeah, sh- people I, have lied in the past about their ages. Yeah. Us short people look a lot uh, younger than we really are. Is what it comes down to. That's true. You, re- you retain that youth very well. That's right. Yes. That's right. So I know we have a lot more to talk about, but we have so much more to talk about. I think it might be fun to talk about it on next week's episode. Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to have to break this one into a two-parter, Devin. All right. Our first time ever two-parter. First time ever two. There's a first time for everything. And That's right. All right. So after the intermission of a week, uh, you all <laughs> will get to hear about specific matches and some of our favorites. Yes. But until then, <laughs> talk at you later. Bye. 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 A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho